0: I think any kind of shared experience can help when you're a coach. And we've got a couple guys with experience in it. But in the end, uh, when that ball tips up, it's all about those guys on that court. You know, you got to get them ready, but they got to be able to handle the pressure. Um, they've got to be able to play through adversity. Uh, they've got to be consistent over three days. And I feel very confident in our team against anyone. Uh, it doesn't matter what school you name. I'm going to be confident in our team. So, it really is just a matter of taking care of the ball on our side of the net. You know, when we're passing well, we win the match. It is there's a direct correlation. So I think for us, the first and most important thing we have to focus on is our health. You, know, you need to just use your strengths at their highest level. Well,
1: obviously, if we if we look at the Eastern game and then the game they pl- uh, played the day before, that's a 46 nothing victory and a 48 10 victory. So what stands out to you? The impressive offensive numbers. You've got Brady Davis, who's throwing the lights out of the ball. Spencer Schnell is tearing it up as a receiver. Um, and then you've got, obviously, Markel Smith and James Robinson. I think they're the
2: backbone of this offense.
0: You know, injuries can almost always hinder a team season, especially when
2: it happens to your key players. As we. But I really like how you said these young women are stepping up. You know, we have freshmen, sophomores who really didn't see any playing time last year. So it's really, they're still kind of like freshmen on the court
0: there's no question that uh fans are frustrated and i'm sure there's people um in athletics who are frustrated with the way the season ended i mean dan would tell you that he's probably frustrated uh with the way that the season ended um there is no question that the team fell short of the expectations that it had uh yeah there's no question dan muller was brought in here to win basketball games and and uh they should have probably done that a little bit more often than they did this year yeah, I would definitely think that this upcoming season is going to be a rebuild season for the Redbirds. You know, obviously a lot of people are skeptical about Coach Muller, and you know they want him gone. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, this, this is was his first bad season as a coach. But I think they're going to be able to potentially make a run for it next year. I mean, I think if they can really build around their freshman DJ Horn and Antonio Reeves, I think it could make for a very entertaining season next year. Hey everybody, it's Marcus Grant from NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. Hey everyone, it's Luke Stuckmeyer. This is Neil Doyle. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score, an ISU Redbird alum. Hey, this is Alex Don't our heads. Hey, Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. Now time. It's now time. It's now time for your fifth quarter sports talk.
2: It's Will's fifth quarter special. Here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 46th episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farlow here with you this afternoon on March 16th, 2020, welcoming listeners to the 46th episode of Will's fifth quarter special. I'm your host for this special edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk where we talk all things Illinois State Athletics every other episode. It's time for the Redbird Sports Update where we cover all things Illinois State University Athletics and specifically today we're going to be recapping the Illinois State men's basketball's sad finish in the 2020 Arch Madness Tournament where they made a good fight but in round one but fell by 10 points uh, differential, 75-65 to Drake. University, the Drake Bulldogs, a pretty good season, a lot of young players. We'll talk more about it um, in our interview guest appearance today. And uh, due to COVID-19 taking place, the Illinois State women's basketball team did not get a chance to take part in this year's hoops in the Heartland Tournament in Moline, Illinois, so we're going to recap their season a little bit. So we're going to have a special guest appearance on the show. He's been on many times before, but this is the first time You'll be joining the Redbird Sports Update as WZND's current and newest sports director. He's a big friend of the show, big supporter of Will's 5th quarter special, enjoys the 5th quarter sports talk. Always a pleasure to have him on. We're going to have Anthony Ferretti joining us. So he's going to talk about all things Redbird athletics with us, men's and women's basketball, as I just mentioned. We're going to do some recaps on that. And I think I just got to send out something here. Like, COVID-19 is pretty serious, guys. So for starters, they're doing the best they can with this stuff, doing the right thing. Uh, in my opinion, just trying to keep people safe. It's a very scary thing going on right now, so first off, we at Will's Fifth Quarter Special, as I did in the Facebook Live, we want to wish you guys safety uh, to you and your families, and uh, just know that us here at Will's Fifth Quarter Special, we're going to be bringing out content still no matter what. COVID-19 does not stop Will's Fifth Quarter Special from moving forward, so like today's episode, we're going to be bringing out more content this week, next week, everything coming up. There's going to be a lot of content coming, so just wash your hands, stay safe, and so here is my interview with WZ&D Sports Director, Anthony Ferretti.
1: So Anthony Ferretti, welcome back to Will's fifth quarter special. You've been on quite a bit before, my friend, but this is the first time we are excited to have you on for our Redbird Sports Update as WZ&D Sports Director. So first, tell us how it feels being the Sports Director. I know it's something we've talked about with you before. Uh, you love Redbird Athletics and sports. How does it feel to kind of put that, into a director role uh, lately for uh, WZND. So first, congratulations on that as well. But welcome back, man. How's it feel?
0: Um Yeah, thanks, Will. Um, thanks again, you know, for having me on the show. You know, always looking forward you know, to being on the show, you know, with uh, one of the first people that I met at the station. But, you know, being sports director, I'm really excited um, that I have this position. Um, you know, I started my freshman year as a news and sports reporter, so I was basically reporting for – five full semesters until I got that position. So um, I'm really excited to get in. It kind of um, not only gives me a new role, but kind of like a new challenge to step into. Um, and I feel like I've been adjusting well. And um, the team members that we have um, have been really good, especially the new team members we have. Everyone's really excited, um, you know, to cover stories. And a lot of people, you know, um, they were looking forward um to calling baseball and softball games, but you know, with COVID-19 that uh, kind of put a dent um, in our, like, program a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely something we're going to get to.
1: A lot of future Rebber updates, seems like, with some of your interns over there, is going to be exciting to do. But back to some of the stuff we really got to hit on, you talked about challenges there. And I think that's what we're going to lead into with the Rebber men's basketball team. And fans of uh, Will's, of course, special here this and the Rebber's, update edition where I do the movie moment towards the end of this, where the interview will be in the... You'll, you'll kind of hear this a little bit with me. Um, but while I have you here, of course, we're going to talk about the Redmen's men's team. And you obviously saw it a lot closer than I did. I'm an alum, so you're more behind the scenes now down there. What mm-hmm. first... like Just seeing what they did in the Arch Madness tournament, you know, losing the first night of round one, you were on the call as well for that game. So first off, going into that
0: game, you know, people always say, okay,
1: the team, you know, I had these expectations earlier in the season. And, you know, sometimes those can be met, sometimes those, you know, can change, you know, good or negative. What kind of changed your predictions about the team? Like, when when you see this team, they're a really young program, it looks like. What do you, uh, what do you think of the program this year as a whole going into Arch Madness?
0: Yeah, going into Arch Madness, I think, everyone just really had low expectations um, just given um, what the Redbirds were facing um, this past season. I mean, they started off great. You know, they beat Belmont, which was a pretty big win. And then they beat Little Rock. And then ever since then, they kind of just went on a bit of like a losing drought and really just couldn't get back out of it, especially just the turn of the calendar. They didn't, like their first win um, in 2020 until like, February, and then their last, their first road win didn't come until their last game of the season. So it's definitely frustrating as a Rubber fan, as you know, all of us can understand. Um, but I think it's just frustrating because just given the success of the program in the past, like we've been, um, you know, the, the, my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college, you know, we were in the MVC championship and then we lost both those games, and then we still didn't get a bid into the tournament. So, I mean, they're playing with that chip on the shoulder that they still want to get into the tournament because it's been maybe 21, 22 seasons um, since we've last been there. So it's it's frustrating, you know, kind of low expectations. Um, but I feel maybe next season can give a few River fans a bit of hope. Uh,
1: one quick final question about Red River men's basketball. Is next year a make or break season for Dan Moeller with this young Redbird team that looks like they're in the rebuild stages?
0: Yeah, I would definitely think that um this upcoming season is going to be um a rebuild season for the Redbirds. Um, you know, obviously a lot of people are skeptical about Coach Moeller and you know they want him gone, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, this was just his first season or this is was his first bad season, um, as a coach. But I think they're gonna be able, um, to potentially make a run for it next year. I mean, I think if they can really build around their freshmen, E.J. Horn and Antonio Reeves, I think it could be – or make for a very entertaining season next year. All right, so now we're going to briefly head over
1: to the women's basketball side. Really exciting season. So kind of a question here for you. One, what were your thoughts of their impressive season, probably the most successful winning year they've had with Coach Kristen Gillespie in year three of her at the helm of the Redbirds? could have seen them do in the uh, Hoops in the Heartland that was canceled. So kind of give us a answer on that loaded question there about women's basketball.
0: Well, I guess with women's basketball, you know, heading into Hoops in the Heartland, um, you know, I think a lot of fans and, you know, even media like me, um, you know, were very optimistic of, you know, what this team could have done, you know, given that they upset the Lady Bears at home, um, you know, that they could have potentially made it this Sunday and just the fact that you know this COVID-19 kind of put a dent in that that they couldn't play really kind of thing because I'm sure you know a lot of those seniors you know like Magic, Wallen, especially Talbot and Corrigan too you know really wanted to you know make this a really good season you know and end it on a high note you know with a potential I would think postseason burst. Yeah well it's definitely something to look forward to seeing next year
1: and we w- we're not, we're going to talk more in the next coming weeks about COVID-19 and the, you know, upcoming stuff. So we'll definitely keep you in the loop on that one. Anthony Freddie, thank you for your time. Uh, keep up the good work over there at WG you guys do a great job with your interns and the sports side, as well as the news. So keep up the great work with your team over there. And, uh, thanks again for your time. will sit special. We appreciate you on the show, what you've given to our uh, show over the years. And, uh, Hopefully we can have you on again more moving forward. We appreciate you a lot, Anthony. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, thanks again, Will. Thanks for having me.
2: So that was some interesting insight from WZD Sports Director Anthony Ferretti. Now we're going to go into the segment that ends every episode everyone enjoys. It's Will's Sports Movie Moment. We all have our favorite moments, not just in the sports we watch, but in our own favorite sports movies. This segment gives myself, my guest co-host, and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and compare it to modern-day sports. Listeners can now hop onto the podcast Facebook and Twitter page, along with our website, wills Fifth quarter specialcom under Will Sports Movie Moment, and post their own sports movie moment favorite like we do on the show for a chance for it to be read and mentioned in future Will's Fifth Quarter specials. So the one I'm going to pick specifically today is a movie I've had on the show talked about with co-hosts in the earlier episodes of Will's Fifth Quarter Special, so I'm going to bring it back myself. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago was doing their own top ten of uh, basketball movies, and this one kind of came to mind to me when I saw the list. It was number three on their list, and I think it goes really well in comparing with Illinois State men's basketball. It's a famous movie with Samuel L. Jackson called Coach Carter. Coach Carter, it's about, you know, Samuel L. Jackson is a, uh, store owner of a sports store in Richmond. It's a rougher part of California, and, uh, you know, he tries teaching the game the right way to his kids on the team, and, uh, he gets a lot of really talented players. You know, his son even transfers from a, a prep school that, uh, spoiler to the movie, ends up possibly beating the team he goes to his, because he wants to be, uh, play for his dad as coach, and, uh. I think that's pretty cool, and they had some really good players: Worm, uh, Mr. Cruz, Baron Battle. Um, you know, a lot of key players on that team, and they had some really good talent. And they had a lockout in their in the movie, and that was kind of a um, you know game changer for this team. And he turned them into young men. You know, got them into education and stuff. But the scene I'm going to is the final game. You know, they're playing this high, 20-20, strong prep school university level type players like that talent. They're playing the, this high school, and they're really up against the, the you know, they're at, on the edges of their heels. You know, they're playing this team real tight. You know, you're looking at a really good tight high school basketball game with this scene in the movie, and they the center misses a block, and the star forward on the other team, the opposing team, gets the winning point against Richmond. Richmond loses by a point or two differential, a very close loss. But the coach talks to him, hold your heads up high. You guys are a really good young team. We do have some seniors leaving, but we still have a lot of talent. We're going to be a great program moving forward, and we could be a force to be reckoned with. That's, that's pretty much what he's saying. you know. And he said, I could have taken a lot of other coaching jobs, but I chose to coach here because I think you guys are a special bunch of young men that you've become and uh, could do great things. So that really compares to Illinois State men's basketball. I mean, you can compare almost in a way uh, head coach Dan Muller, you know, played at Illinois State, you know, brought the team to success in 95, 96 season and in the mid-90s there is the Illinois State Redbird men's basketball coach for a number of years now. He took an extension before, you know, this young team was here. And, you know, yes, they're losing seniors like Zach Copeland, other players on this Redbird team, but, there's still a lot of young players, J.C. Uh, Hillsman, and uh, like so many other names on the list here, Taylor Bruninga, and uh, D.J. Horn, Reeves. They have some really good talent still, but they're just they're learning to win. You know, we see this with young programs. You know, yes, the Kentucky team is still still, but this is you know a different team and a special team. I think they have some really talented players on this roster. They just need to figure out how to put the pieces together and win. You know, maybe add a few more, uh, another recruiter to it, maybe a different assistant coach. Uh, And they compare a lot to this scene in the movie Coach Carter. You know, it's a hardworking coach, really believes in his team, and he's there for a reason, not just for the money You you get in a coaching job, not just to be with the best program, you know, and have the status. He's in the program for the right reasons. And, you know, he wants to help these players, and if you're Illinois State men's basketball, you can see that. You know, I saw this team as a student for many years. Dan Miller has had some good programs, and but no matter what group of players he had, he was always able to put them together and, like, just build something special. And I think that's what he's doing with these young players. You know, it's the start of a rebuild, I would say, for Redbird men's basketball, but I think it's a really good start. A lot of really good players on this young team that you can add to, you can mess with, and just in a good way, really develop and impact these guys in a positive manner. And uh, that's something I State to Redbird men's basketball and their athletics are very well respected for is, you know, not just their work on the court but off the court in the classroom. So I think this really compares to, you know, if you compare the coaches from Coach Carter and Samuel L. Jackson's character to uh, Dan Moore, I think the Redbird men's basketball team really compares well to this Richmond team uh, and their talent. Young team with a lot of talent and a good future moving forward. So if you haven't seen Coach Carter – you definitely want to see it. A lot of people have seen it. It's very famous. Uh, it's Like I said, it's one of those top basketball movies out there, and uh, I think it's a really good movie you could watch. So while you're sitting through this COVID-19 stuff, looking for some good movies to watch, check out our Will Sports Movie Moments on past episodes, but also check out this one. Uh, go watch Coach Carter. So that's my sports movie moment favorite uh, for this edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk. That is all the time we have in episode 46 of Will's fifth quarter special. Tune in next time as we will have more fifth quarter sports talk, all things collegiate sports, what's going, how sports are being affected by COVID-19, the offseason of the Chicago Bears as NFL free agency just started this week, the Chicago Bulls and how the suspended season can impact the players and what's going on with that in the NBA, and the suspended start of baseball for the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox. We can talk all things that as things continue to unfold. We want to thank new WZND and current Sports Director Anthony Ferretti for his continued support and time that he gives to Will's 5th Quarter Special and for coming on for another guest appearance. Anthony, we wish you nothing but the best luck as the Sports Director for WZND. Keep up the good work over there, and thanks for your time and interest in being a part of Will's 5th Quarter Special and the 5th Quarter Sports Talk we love to give to the average sports fan. So thank you very much for your time, and uh, hope to have you on again soon. When the 4th Quarter buzzer sounds... Turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Farlow, along with our guest, WZND Sports Director, Anthony Ferretti, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue
0: to
1: hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials on our new website at willsfifthquartespecial.com.
0: Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports, head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow. The fifth quarter, the fifth quarter, fifth quarter, the fifth quarter never stops here at Will's fifth quarter special.